coach for smart strong successful women your personal trainer for love welcome back to the love you podcast where you're going to learn everything you need to know about dating relationships sex and men from a man's point of view nobody wakes up in the morning and thinks i have terrible taste in clothing i have the worst taste in music i'm not a nice person nobody does that from the most self-aware to the least self-aware we're all somewhat fueled by self-delusion And since there is no objectivity police and there are no fact checkers in our feelings-based dating world, we are only left with one way to assess ourselves, our results. So easy example for the women who are listening today. You hear a story of a guy who's been dating online for a year. He's written to a thousand women. He's only gotten 50 replies. He's gone on 10 dates. He's never gotten a second date. Not sure what you're to conclude by this. Doesn't matter whether he's a nice guy, right? We could objectively state that he's not very effective at online dating, right? He's not getting results. Similarly, there is no great way to assess whether you are a great girlfriend. Just because you have a boyfriend doesn't mean you're a great girlfriend. Just because you're single doesn't mean you're not a great girlfriend. I, one thing I had going for me is I was always a good boyfriend. There's a lot of other things wrong, but I was always a good boyfriend. Now, it doesn't mean I was the right fit for every woman I ever dated, um, but I always brought it as a boyfriend. Um, so how can you get a more objective point of view on whether you're a good girlfriend or not? Well, the simple answer is, uh, and again, if you reverse the genders, it would be the same thing. Put yourself in a man's shoes. What is he looking for? Are you giving it to him, right? The reason I stated that I was a good boyfriend is that women ended up breaking up with me, not because I wasn't a good boyfriend, but he broke up with me for other reasons. But it wasn't because of uh, my boyfriend behavior. So flip out of your perspective, put yourself in a guy's shoes and ask, am I what men are looking for in general? I'll tell you, as a coach for smart, strong, successful women, most women, and not necessarily you, but most women that turn to me and pay for my dating advice over the phone have no idea how to answer this question. They know they have master's degrees. They know they've got money in the bank. They know they look good for their age. But when I ask them what makes them a great girlfriend, when I'm writing their online dating profile, I'll ask specifically, point blank, what makes you a great girlfriend? Crickets. Love You is my six month course that teaches women to understand and connect with men. And one of the core concepts of it is that men need to be accepted, appreciated, and admired. So when you're assessing, not whether you're an impressive person with a big heart, which I've got no doubt that you are, but whether you're actually a great girlfriend, this is where you have to start. And I made a list, I'm gonna turn this into a quiz, but if you have a pen and paper, write this down uh, and count down how many yeses and no's that you have. Do you complain about him a lot? Do you tell him how he needs to change? Do you remind him of all the things he's doing wrong? Do you let him take care of things in spite of the fact that he might not do things your way? Do you secretly hope he evolves into a different, more pleasing person over time? If you answered yes to any of these, you don't actually accept him. Do you thank him profusely for planning and paying for dates? Do you tell him you love him every day? 
Do you let him know that you think about him when he's not around? Do you forgive him for not being just like you? Do you regularly acknowledge his efforts to make you happy? If you answered no to any of these things, you don't fully appreciate him. Do you focus on his strengths more than his weaknesses? Do you trust him to act with integrity in all situations? Do you believe the best about him instead of fearing the worst? Do you brag to your friends and family about his good qualities? Do you think you're getting as much out of the relationship as he is? If you answer no to any of these questions, you don't really admire him. In short, being a great girlfriend isn't about who you are, your intrinsic qualities. It's about how you make your partner feel when he's with you. Many amazing women have a belief that if he loved me, he would cater to my every need, which is simply not true. He only needs you to cater to his one basic need, not to feel micromanaged, criticized, and changed at every turn. That one need is as valid as any one of your needs, and if he's not getting it, you might not be as good a girlfriend as you might have originally thought. Now, I know that this triggers something in most women, and it feels like an attack. It's not. It's an observation. I'm a coach for women. I'm on your team. Men want to feel accepted, appreciated, and admired. Right? If you can't accept it and appreciate and admire him, you might as well dump him and find a new man. That in and of itself could be a wake-up call. Maybe it doesn't mean you're a, a, a bad girlfriend. Maybe it means you're dating the wrong guy. You need to find one you can accept, appreciate, and admire. So nothing I've said, holding up the mirror to you, excuses bad behavior for men. It just points out the one thing you can control, how you conduct yourself as a girlfriend, nothing more, nothing less. So uh, with that, powerful, thought-provoking, challenging, let's start with our questions. We're going to begin today with my friend Kate, who's talking to us from a bunker in an undisclosed, undisclosed location. Hello, Kate. Hi, Evan. Thanks for having me on the show. And it's my thanks pleasure. for being such a great topic, too. It's, I'm looking it's, to it's, 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 it's a challenging one. It's, it's hard to, for all of us to look in the mirror. So um, thank you for uh, participating. And how could I help you today? Well, I broke up with my boyfriend after he treated me poorly for two months. We'd been dating for just over a year. He had major surgery and I gave everything to take care of him. But from his surgery date on through four weeks of recovery to a month afterwards, he neglected me even when he got better. Yeah. So I told him I love him, but that I deserve better than the choices he had been making uh, with how he'd been treating me. And of course, in talking after the breakup, he now says that I wasn't the one to grow old with anyways, so it's good I broke up with him. So I guess I, I'm left wondering, does this mean I wasn't a great girlfriend, or is this just a protection reaction to protecting his I think that's a, that's a really great question, and what's, what's particularly good about your question is that it resists a black and white answer, right? We... we, uh, we most of us look for advice that validates what we already believe, right? The easiest thing for me to tell you is, you're great, you did nothing wrong, he was a jerk, and that might be true. I, again, I'm not there, right? That's the, that's the validating advice, right? The, the more challenging advice is, it's all your fault, right? Neither of those is true, right? Not entirely. So, so we have to resist looking for clear-cut binary answers 
and look at the big picture. I don't think it's an either or. I think it's an and and a both. I would probably suggest um, that if his behavior changed post-surgery, right, pre presuming what you're presenting to me is accurate and I've got no reason to doubt you, um, you were as patient as a saint as you could be with him and he became unpleasant to be around and um, it's hard to put on a happy face with someone who's not being nice to you without knowing the details, right? And I'm very consistent in my coaching. If a guy doesn't make you happy, what's the point of the relationship, right? Now, it's not a guy's job to give you happiness. We talk about how, you know, it has to have to be confident. Happiness has to come through within. It can't be all based on someone else, but your relationship should be a foundation, Kate, that buoys you, that lifts you. Even when things are hard, right, he should be in, he might be cranky because he's laid out in his bed, but he could still be really appreciative of all the stuff that you're doing for him. So if he took on a completely different demeanor and essentially gave you a bait and switch, well, he was really nice when we were first dating and then he became kind of an ass. Well, let's pay attention to the ass, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. So you, by breaking up with him uh, or creating this ultimatum, like, hey, this isn't working for me, didn't do anything wrong. Right? Any more than anybody else who's been mistreated by her boyfriend is wrong for saying, I refuse to accept mistreatment. So this is an, an important distinction. Right? All the stuff that I said, that the, the list, are you doing this? Are you doing this? Are you doing this? Where women are like, well, sometimes. And like, we, where you listen to that and you're like, yeah, I kind of did that. Right? This is presuming you've got a good guy on your hands. Right? If you have a guy who's an ill fit, and I talk about in Love You, the idea that each guy is like a shoe. You don't spend too much time lamenting if the shoe doesn't fit. You just try on a new one. You don't force your foot in the shoe for six months because, man, that shoe looks really nice. You just find a different shoe. People do this in relationships all the time. They try to force their way into the shoe and get either angry at their foot <laughs> or the shoe when it's no one's fault, right? This guy, I think, feel like I could put the happiest, sunniest, most easygoing person with this guy and she'd be miserable with him too. You see? Yeah. So, so it's not that you couldn't theoretically, theoretically be a better girlfriend, but you need a better boyfriend to bring that out in you, right? So it's very possible that you could say, I did the right thing by leaving him. Him uh, saying I wasn't the right fit for him might be true too. I mean, it might just be two people who assessed this isn't a good fit. And it took this incident to make it, to make it clear that it wasn't a good fit, right? And both of you are then going to have to go take your respective relationship skills and find someone who is a better fit. And he would be well served to figure out how he could have been a nicer guy. And you'd be well served to figure out how you could be a better girlfriend and choose a better man who brings out a better side in you, right? So this isn't all about shouldering responsibility. Right? This is just about getting a very clear look in the mirror about what happened and sort of resisting the temptation to either take blame or issue blame. Nice. What do you think? No, I, I like the idea of always looking at yourself first and, and finding what you contributed and also where, where maybe you weren't um, elevated. So that's, uh, that's people can drag us down. Sure. Yeah. Right? People could elevate us. I, I talk about how my wife elevates me. Right, you know, uh, she is just uh, dispositionally a, a very, very happy, sunny, easygoing, fair person. And it's hard to be a jerk around her. Anytime I catch myself being a jerk, I'm like, huh, 
I'm sorry, you're right, right? Like there's, there's sort of no way unless you have a serious, want to run a serious karma deficit to be a jerk around my wife. I think everybody needs to, if you're not that way dispositionally, you need to marry someone who is at, at, at base, good to the core, right? Fundamentally happy, right? Does the right thing by his own volition, doesn't mean, need to be nagged or shamed into doing the right thing, right? And that means there's fewer men to choose from. Absolutely. Right, and that's okay. That just means next, try this guy on for a couple months, didn't work, next. Right, so slow to hire, quick to fire. <laughs> this relationship wasn't a failed relationship. It undoubtedly taught you something of either about yourself or about, about how you have the ability to feel again, right? I mean, you probably cared about this guy, which made it hurt. And it's good to know you could summon those feelings. That's, right, I need a guy just like that who's a little bit nicer. That exists. I think, too, the, the thing that's hard is to understand whether or not did we get into a spiral with each other? Did we start at a place where we were appreciating, admiring, respecting each other, but did the surgery bring out bad in him, which brought me down, which brought him down, which brought and, – and down we go. It, it's, it, sounds, it sounds likely, right? I mean, it sounds, it sounds like any human being can find herself in a very similar position. So – since we can't rewind and undo history and right, it, we, can, we, we, could, we could look at it from any angle. We could say, well, this revealed who he really was, right? Anybody could be a, right, the equivalent of a fair, fair weather friend. Oh, it's all fun and games when it's the first couple months and you're traveling and you're making love and you're going out to dinner and you're exploring, getting to know each other. That's, that's easy. I could probably do that with anybody for two months. Right. Right, but it's it's when that all that fades away, and then there, there are some tough times, whether it's health or money or family or something. How does a person rise or sink to the occasion? And so, it, in and of itself, his behavior was revealing. It's possible another woman could have handled it better, but it doesn't matter. You're not that woman, <laughs> right? So, so why you know why worry about yourself? Have, have you taken love you by the way? I've started recently. Okay. Yeah. I mean, just the idea behind it is you don't have to change your fundamental personality to fall in love, right? There's a lid for every pot. This guy just wasn't the lid and you don't need to beat yourself up about that. Thanks. That's a, it's a great perspective and I'm looking forward to getting more out. I love you as well. Yeah, no, thank you for being here. And, uh, uh, please stay in touch and let me, let me know how I enjoy the course and, let me know what you look like without the costume because I still have <laughs> no idea who I'm talking to. Mom, mom is that you? <laughs> Thanks a lot for the advice, Evan, and the perspective. Thank, thank you for being here. I, I, I appreciate it. It's a good question. And don't spend too much time mourning this guy. He's just one guy in, in the entire universe. He's not the last man on earth. Thanks. All right, my friend. Um, it appears that we only have one caller for today's podcast, which is all well and good. Um, and it's too bad because this is one of my favorite subjects, but um, uh, you, you can't, you can't make, make people dial into a dial-in show. So what I would say is this. Um, if you really want to know how to be a great girlfriend, um, check out Love You. You could do so by going to evanmarkkatz.com. Give me your name and email address and 
uh, I'll, I'll send you emails about how you can get involved. Um, most importantly, realize like what I said to Kate, uh, there's two sides of every story and then there's a more objective reality. Uh, my job is to try to give you that more objective reality, uh, not beating yourself up, not placing full blame on guys unless they're really like the worst of the worst, right? He cheated on me is usually a sign that he's a low character man, but most communication, communication issues are two-sided. And if you're willing to look within about how you could choose better men and handle yourself better, uh, you're going to have a lot more success in love. So I want to thank you for joining me today on the Love You Podcast. My name is Evan Mark Katz. Next week, we are talking about what to do when you don't trust men. Uh, it's good stuff. You don't want to miss it. If you enjoy this coaching and you want to be a guest on the Love You Podcast, we've got the topics listed on the page. Go to www.evanmarkkatz.com forward slash podcast guest to see those upcoming topics and ask me your questions. Uh, don't forget to subscribe on YouTube and on iTunes. Follow me both on Facebook and Twitter. And again, go to www.evanmarkkatz.com. Give me your name and email address, and I will give you free dating and relationship advice until you no longer need free dating and relationship advice. Thanks so much. I will see you again.